Hey, Alana, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. Before I get to my next guest, Michelle Holmes, I want to give a shout out to a few more of our sponsors, starting with our friends over at Finn Cycles. Starting with our friends over at Finn Cycles. It's time to rethink golf. The game is at a tipping point. The young people we need in the game don't have four and a half hours to spend out on the course. Pairing Finn Cycles with a desire to play ready golf can cut playing time in half because all golfers go directly to their own golf ball. Plus, it's tons of fun. Go online to finscooters.com and click on Find a Fin for a course that has them near you. I also want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Golf Pride. Did you know that Golf Pride lets you rep your favorite team while also using the number one grip in golf? Your team, your grip, MCC Hybrid Grips, the number one grip series worldwide. Features an exclusive brush cotton cord in the upper hand for all-weather performance with premium rubber in the lower hand for added feel. The new MCC Team Series is available in a variety of new color combinations so you can rep your favorite team out on the course. Available in standard and midsize. Check it out online by going to golfpride.com. And folks, this segment of the show is sponsored by our friends over at the PGA Tour Superstore. This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at PGATourSuperstore.com. Now back to Chris and more of the show. Okay, now back in next on the tee with me is Michelle Holmes. Let me remind you about Michelle's background. She's from Mayo, Ireland, which is on the Central West Coast. Started playing golf at the age of 10. At St. Mary's Secondary School, she finished first in the All-Ireland Schools singles and second in the All-Ireland Schools doubles matches. She won two All-Ireland titles and seven Connacht Provincial Under-18 championships. She was selected to play for both her Provincial and the Ireland All-Under-18 teams. She got a scholarship to play her college golf here in the States at Campbell University. In the 2001-2002 season, she was named to the Atlantic Sun All-Freshman Team. In the 2003-2004 year, she earned a spot on the Atlantic Sun All-Academic Team and finished tied for 16th at the Atlantic Sun Championship. She helped the Lady Camels win the Atlantic Sun title by 26 strokes. She's now an LPGA teaching professional and a master U.S. kids instructor and perhaps the best one on the planet. And I'm thrilled to have her back with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Michelle, thanks for coming back on the show. For having me. I had never heard Tip speak before. I could listen to him all night. Yeah, with you. He is, he is endlessly fascinating and has so many wonderful stories. Boy, I could listen to that guy tell stories all night as well. <laughs> yes, so, Michelle, i got to wish you a, a happy Women's Golf Day. I know, uh, I know. It, it's uh, um, it's been an involved day for you, I'm sure, and uh, all the – Young girls, that you are doing such a great job bringing into the game. Talk about what Women's Golf Day means to you. Um, I think it's a fantastic thing that they started. I'm not sure when they started the initiative, but I absolutely love it. I actually haven't got too involved as far as um, getting involved on the ladies' side of things. 
but of course I'm always trying to grow um grow grow golf and yeah, actually just finished up a day of lessons and I think I had let me see I had nine lessons today and I think six of them were female and actually when I look at my program as a whole and um, one thing I'm very very proud of is our program we see over 500 kids through the door a year and over we've over 60 percent girls in our program so women's golf day means a lot to me Michelle, are we doing enough to bring more women into the game, or are there still things that you you recognize that we could be doing a better job of? For, you know, the one thing I really think about when I think about getting ladies into the game, and again, I'm teaching kids 100% now, but um, when I think back to my days and um, teaching, you know, just your, your lady who's coming in for golf lessons, you know, at the golf club, and the one thing I think we're not doing enough of still is giving these ladies opportunities to get out and play in a comfortable environment. And I think we're still seeing too many ladies get stuck learning the game. Um, you know, they get stuck taking their regular driving range lessons, but not having enough opportunities to get out and play the game. Like, I'm even guilty of it myself. I can't tell you how many ladies I talk back in the day, and I'd see them maybe a couple of years later or six months later or whatever, and I'd say, well, how's it going? And they'd be like, oh, my, I love my lessons, but I'm not really playing. I'm too, I, I don't know what to do now. I'm too scared to get out in the golf course. And I think we're still seeing a little bit of that. So I, I think people are moving in the right direction, and I think you know, golf girls like myself are doing the right thing, and, but we can just keep doing more and more. Michelle, talking about uh, how dedicated you are to young kids playing the game, I, I love the videos you post of those kids having fun and celebrating each other's great shots or if they make a putt, that sort of thing. Talk about working with kids and seeing the joy in their eyes and their reactions when they hit a good shot. Yeah, well, I have to say I have the best job in the world. I've never woken up and thought, oh, I've got to go to work today. So I see, I feel so, so blessed to be involved in, in, um, so many kids' journeys. And people always ask me, you know, why, why do you teach all kids? And, you know, I definitely prefer teaching kids because there's no fear. There is that joy in it. You know, there's no overanalyzing things. So yeah, it is fun. It's fun to see them, you know, when, you know, let's say when they, they're having trouble at the start of the game and then they hit that one shot. Uh, or make that one pot and to see that excitement, it's, uh, it's it's really cool. And you have a wonderful video pinned to your Twitter account of, of three kids. One young girl appears to make a really good putt, and the other two help her celebrate. Are, are those natural reactions or are those things that you encourage the kids to do because you want to see them, you know, helping each other, encouraging each other, having a good time with each other, and not just focused on their own golf game? Yeah, I mean, we're always encouraging good sportsmanship and to, you know, encourage your other players and cheer for them and so on. Um, and I do catch so many wonderful um, little snippets. What I do in my lessons, I'll just, I'll always have my iPhone there and I'll just lay it down. They forget it's even recording. And then at the end of the night, I'll kind of go back and I'll remember where the cute moments happened and then I'll post them from there. Um, but yeah, we're always encouraging that. Um and, you know, we're big encouragers at our program of getting our kids out competing young, too. And um, so we're trying to get, you know, we're trying to create those, how am I going to say this? 
for trying to create and I guess good sportsmanship early. And Michelle, one of the things both you and, and Hal Sutton do a great job of on Twitter is cautioning we as parents about our reactions when our kids hit a poor shot or maybe they play poorly that day. You recently posted that the best thing that we can do as parents or as caddies for our kids is give them the freedom to make mistakes and then encourage them to try again, which is hard for us because many times yeah. as parents were living and dying on their shots. How can we do a better job of supporting our junior players? Well, what I always say to parents, is, you know, it's this, in golf, we have a great opportunity parents have a great opportunity to be out there with their kids. You know, on so many other sports, parents are left on the sidelines. So we're so lucky in golf. So I always tell parents, you know, you are 50% of the team. If you decide to caddy for your child, you're now 50% of the team, especially if it's a young child. And I always say to them, hey, if me and you were playing a doubles tennis match together and I wasn't playing very well, what would you do? You would try and bring your A game. So that's what I always try and tell them is when they're caddying for their child, on the days when the child doesn't have their A game, that's when they have to have their A caddy game. And so often we see it happen, you know, differently. I mean, it's very easy to be a good caddy on the days things go well, but it's not easy to be a good caddy on the days and things aren't going so well. But again, just reminding parents, you know, these young kids don't have, really don't have a mental game. And so whatever we are saying them to, as whatever we are saying to them as adults, that becomes their mental game. And so we've got to choose those, those words and very wisely. And Michelle, you growing up in Ireland, I'm guessing playing in the rain was just part of everyday life as a as a junior golfer and when kids hear golf at the thought of playing in rainy conditions or if it's drizzling a little bit do you laugh at them i laugh at them i actually run and like i said earlier i run i run maybe 20 golf tournaments a year for u.s kids golf and i maybe run another 30 tournaments a year for virginia state golf association but sometimes we have bad weather days playing in my tournaments for the first time or texting saying is the event going ahead and all the people who've been with me for years are laughing at this because they know if it's playable at all, we are playing. Um, so I think, no, I, you know, obviously that's kind of a little bit about my, my background, but I think it's just important that we do um, teach these kids to play in all conditions. That's the beauty of our sport, right? It's an outdoor sport. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, speaking and, of, I, you know, conditions, how is, playing the game here different from playing the game back home in Ireland? Well, the biggest game changer for me, I guess, when I came to play college golf, I kind of had to forget about my five-arm bump and run and uh, learn how to play some flop shots. So that was uh, quite a change when I um, quite a change when I came to, to college. Um, but yeah, I mean, I grew up playing complete linked golf. And so, of course, the conditions are, are quite tough. And I found American golf easier in a way when I moved here because I felt like you could just fire everything at the pin. There wasn't as much thinking to be done on the golf course over here. And, and now when I go back and play Lynx golf, I'm frustrated with it. And I almost feel like there's a little bit of luck involved in Lynx golf too, which, which there definitely is. And when you're working 
with your junior golfers. Here's something I think a lot of parents of uh, teenagers and, and uh, kids in their 20s, I think we get frustrated with. How do you get them to be immersed in the game, put their phones down long enough to focus on learning the game, and then keep their phones down to go play 18 holes of golf? I know that is a tough one. I actually had a situation the other day with a kid who's always on her iPhone, and I was in a lesson with her, and she was coming across the ball, and we were working on this. And I said, hey, give me that iPhone there. And I actually put it down and front and left of her ball. And I said, now go ahead and hit your shot. And the look of fear <laughs> in her eyes. <laughs> so I let her get up, and I let her think about it for a second. And then I said, actually, we're not going to do that. Stop swinging across the line, please. <laughs> but no, it is tough. <laughs> They are yeah. completely engulfed in their uh, in their in their phones these days. That's for sure. But going back, and Michelle, to for those kids, folks, I'm sorry? sorry. What was that? Going back to kids being prepared, you know, prepared for tournaments and stuff. You know, the one thing I always try and ingrain in my kids is all we can do as golfers is show up prepared. You know, some days the golf gods are going to be against us. So when, when my kids come off, come back from a tournament, whether they've won or whether they've had a poor showing, the only thing I ever say to them is, did you go to that golf tournament prepared? That's the only question I ever ask them. And I think as long as you as a competitor know that you showed up prepared, that's all you can really take care of. The golf gods sometimes are going to be with you and sometimes they're going to be against you. Michelle, for the folks that weren't with us the last time you came on the show, do you mind resharing the story? How does a girl from the west coast of Ireland end up coming over here to play her college golf at Campbell University in North Carolina? So, yeah, I grew up playing junior golf in Ireland and started at age 10 and had a pretty successful um, junior career and played um, you know, for my club and my province and I played for Ireland. And then, um, you know, back then it was interesting because not many Irish girls were coming over to the States. It just wasn't a thing at the time. And there was maybe three girls who had gone before me. And, but there was a girl, uh, her name was Ada Burke, and she went to Campbell University. And I guess I just started thinking about maybe I want to go to America, do something different. And, and you know, back then the recruiting was much easier, too, as far as, you know, being in communication with the coaches. Because she was a huge help for me, and she put me in contact with the coach, and obviously had a decent resume. And before you knew it, I was on the plane to North Carolina with two suitcases. One was full of clothes, one was full of picture frames, and you know, found my way. When I think back, like you know, I was 17, 18 at the time, and there was no such thing as recruiting trips. My parents didn't even come with me; they just put me on an airplane and off I went. And my coach picked me up the other side. But, like, I had no idea where I was going. I just thought I was going to New York City. I just thought everywhere in America was like New York City. That's all I'd ever seen on TV. So when I landed in the boondocks of North Carolina, I can't tell you the shock I got. I thought I had, like, landed <laughs> on, like, the prairie. <laughs> it was quite a perfect job. And then to find out that Campbell University is also a dry county, that was a second job for me. Oh, yeah, no good. No good for a college student. Well, no, and definitely no good for an Irish person. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, uh, 
it was the best. I, I actually didn't think I would last four years initially at Campbell University, such a small university in North Carolina. You know, once I realized where I was, I didn't think I would last four years, but I, I did do the four years. And it was the best four years of my life and uh, had a wonderful experience playing college golf. I recommend it to anybody. Michelle, before I let you go, let our listeners know, for the parents out there that they want to get what I consider to be the best U.S. kids coach on the planet, how can they stay up to date with you, get in touch with you, get their kids enrolled in, in a, in a uh, class or, you know, instruction from you? Because you're absolutely outstanding. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I am on Twitter. It's mhomesgolf, and I'm on Instagram, Michelle Holmes Golf. And Facebook, Michelle Home School of Golf. So if any if any parents of junior golfers out there have any questions, um, I will be glad to chat with them. Michelle, you're absolutely wonderful. Your, your enthusiasm, your positivity, and the great work that you do with the kids, bringing them and getting them involved in the game of golf is second to none. I can't thank you enough for coming back and being a part of tonight's show. You're, uh, like I said, you're a treasure. All right, for having me. Always nice chatting to you. Take bye care, bye. Michelle. All the best to you and your family. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's the great Michelle Holmes, folks, and uh, I'm, I'm sincere. You've got to follow her, and you've got to check her out online and on social media. Just She is such a joy to be around, and the way that she uh, interacts with the kids and gets them excited about the game of golf and rallying around each other and, and praising each other and being excited for each other when uh, one of them makes a, a, a putt or a great shot. It's a, it's just absolutely, it warms your heart watching the videos that she puts out there. So looking forward to catching up with Michelle again soon. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.